Cron. What's up? Check this out, man. See this? Mm-hmm. Mistletoe belt buckle. <laughs> All right. Can't Let lose. Get my lips nice and moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. I'm not a, I'm not gonna do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't think you were. But it's a good joke. It's mm-hmm. uh I feel like a lot of the regulars, the bums outside, they'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, they might want to make a buck or something, I guess. I yeah. You could give it a shot, dude. Yeah. Speaking of the bums, have their have their shits been getting smaller? Because there's they're more frequent now, but I'm seeing a lot of little poops mm-hmm. throughout the store. I, yeah. Sorry, a little fucking shit. God damn it. What? Dan might have stepped in some pellets. Yeah. Fucking wrapped around my hand. Shit. Frisky, ter- slippery little bastard. Fuck. It sounds like he's describing a multitude <sighs> of turds. What? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. the cats. I brought the cats in. I found the cats. I fucking, I put them on the top shelves, so hoping the, hoping the fur would, you know, dust off a little bit. He's fucking, god damn it, he's fucking bit the shit out of me. Probably need a shot. The fur's just going to drift down all over everything. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you've made it easier. Wait. Uh, you one brought big cat, fur ball you, plus the dust. You brought cats into the store. Yeah, I found it the other night. There's a litter of cats when I, you made me take out the trash. Even though I was acting manager that week. Well, I am taking out the fucking trash. And yeah, I oh. brought him in the store because it's cold outside. I'm not a heartless bastard. That's kind of sweet. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not mad. I mean, I just would have liked to have known. They're shitting in the porn room. That's it, what that is. It's. It's not just the porn room. It's, no, every, no, it's, no. Every, it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. I put litter all over at one corner of the porn room. Yeah, well, we either need to. I guess do you clean that out. Like what? I'm not a cat person. I, honest, me, honestly, I me, forgot. not cat people. I thought the wall was evolving. I just keep kind of covering it when I. Yeah. Okay. You know, it smells good in there when you cover it. So no, that wasn't. <laughs> and that was the throw up cat litter. So that means we don't have any of that, right? Yeah, that's what that was. Um, I'm going to borrow my mom's carpet cleaner. Raul? No. No. The actual machine. That stays. The rainbow. He was nice to the cats, but (laughs) mean to the carpet cleaner. You're cleaning the carpets for that one. You just earned your spot there. Why do we have carpet in here anyway? <laughs> in the porno room. This is a bad... Why don't we just fill the moat up with cat litter? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's a good idea. Right? It's I think soaks I figured up it up liquid. Yeah, yeah. It'll soak up the liquid. They could take a shit Watch out, Kron. You're, you're about to step on Titus. Watch out. Titus. Yeah, I already named them all. Oh. List them off, buddy. Um, We got Titus... We got uh, Big Mo Blue. He plays the blues. Um, we got uh, Justin. Wow. Then some normal names for these cats. 
Well, yeah, you always got to have a normal one. Then you got Orangey, because, you know, he's orange. And then you got Flucky. <laughs> Flucky. Flucky. <laughs> and then you got Chunky. Which is it? Which is it? I, I want to make Fluckies. sure I... It's Fluckies. It's Flucky. Fluckies. <laughs> and then uh, Air Jordan. That's a good one. Yeah, that's the one that fucking scratched the shit out of me. Hates to lose. And then I think Fuck there might kittens. be drive like, of a champion, uh, a sweet Virginia, and then there Mama might, Cat, of course. There might be. Yeah, I kind of lost count. I don't know how many there are. Hmm. So there could be more than the ones you named. I could have named one of them twice, honestly. Listen, guys. All right, don't worry about all this, okay? I'll get the carpet cleaner. I'm going to clean up the litter. Um, I'm going to set up a fucking, like, internet thing to adopt them. It's going to be good for our image and shit of making this place, you know, family-friendly environment. But anyway, uh, I'll do that. Let me put on a movie for you guys that uh, we just got in. Um, Check this out. It's Cat People from 1982. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Reynolds Podcast. We are the Video Store Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a fun flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. This round's category is Never Rub Another Man's Rhubarb. And this week's pick is Cat People from 1982. A exotic journey about the animal in all of us. Uh, I'll be your host tonight, Dan. I'm here, as always, with my other two uh, frisky co-hosts, Cron uh, Howard and Bones. How y'all doing tonight? Meow. I tell you what, I'm feeling wild at heart, man. Oh, oh, you must have finished the book, folks. No. Um. <laughs> what I can't what? I can't get past that part where it like it tells me that I should like demand more, you know. I can't get past the cover. I like that you got your favorite quote from it tattooed on your arm. Me? Or Bones? No, Bones. Mm -hmm. It's actually the the author's biography. Not much there. Just from the back slip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kron, what is the cat that you would choose to be? What's the cat I would choose to be? Yeah, if you had, if you die and were reborn as a cat, what would it be? You'd be in like a Siamese or Maine Coon. I'm gonna take a Tony the Tiger. Ooh, that's a good one. Bones eating up all them frosted flakes. Uh, (laughs) A lot of sugar. I was just gonna say generic lion, right? King of the jungle. You fuck all day. So you're a wild lion. You don't really zoo lion. Oh fuck that. Only if you're on the top, dude. Like sexual position? And I wouldn't be? No, like you got to be the leader of the fucking and tribe, I, dude. And I wouldn't be? I don't know. It, isn't it weird that all cats do doggy? 
Yeah. That, weird, right? Well, I think the difference, it's not doggy because they, uh, the female is in a kneeling position, like a kraut, like, you know, they're totally on, on their stomach. <laughs> We need to get a Karma Sutra. Um, so the next time you're, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the next time you're going at it, and they're in like a plank position, you could probably call that cat mode, not doggy. I, I, I think the lady is tired, and because he's been mm-hmm. going for so long, because it's the king of the motherfucking jungle. Yeah, they start right. out on fours, and they're on their elbow, then they're smashing their face into the pillow. <laughs> then if you're long enough, they're completely flat. And then they're like, I need a break. Yeah, I'd be a lion. <laughs> Did you have an answer? A cheetah. I mean. All right. Quick. Get out of there. Some of those Arctic cats look pretty adorable. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not as long. They're a little bit more fluffy. They're short and kind of stocky. There's a snow leopard. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty yeah. lonely up there just by yourself hanging out. Yeah, it's probably what I would be. Yeah. But hey, you know, we never know what's going to happen after death, guys. We could all become uh, uh, dung beetles. I don't know. Who knows? I would roll the best shit ball. <laughs> Way better than the two of you would roll. Go for it, buddy. It's you a guys are- I don't want. You guys are uh, my two favorite shitballs. What if we're we might be on the last level of of that, right? Like if that reincarnation cycle starts, maybe we've already been dung beetles and lions and the human was the last stage. I think you just start over though, right? You become a blade of grass you again. You prestige? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a bummer. I'm so no. I'm so ready to be done. You get another shot of all of it over again. <laughs> Please, sweet death, take me. But that's what we're we're not here for that. I'm going to take you through Cat People uh, from 1982, directed by Paul Schrader. Uh, was this a first watch for you guys? Yes, sir. You know it, Dan. All right, me as well. I uh, always heard about it, but you know. Here we are now. I'm about to go through this fucking thing. Uh, you guys want to give out any first thoughts, or are you guys keeping it close to the chest tonight? Have we have we talked about the, the category a little bit and what we've covered already? Oh, yeah. Never rub another man's rhubarb was uh, Cron Howard's category here. The uh, exotic thriller is what this is. Uh, he brought erotic. us erotic, erotic, erotic. or exotic that's you made it ex- exotic. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, he brought us Body Double by uh, none other than Brian De Palma. Uh, we went into the 90s, 1995 with Jade for Bones' pick. And we're going to round it out here with a little horror erotica with Cat People from 1982. So, uh, yeah. It's a good category, I think. Pretty well yeah. round- rounded. Dan, now if I remember correctly, you bought this on a beautiful Blu-ray. Oh, yes, I did. How'd it look? It looked great. I I thought it looked pretty good. Did you watch all the bonus features? I did watch the interview with Mr. Schrader, and I did watch the interview with Mr. Uh, McDowell. 
And it had a couple others on there, but... Schrader, I hardly knew her. (laughs) They're going to be coming all night, folks. (laughs) But yeah, um, no commentary track or anything like that. That's what I kind of planned on doing last night, but I got to the bonus stuff and I was like, oh, okay. Apparently not Scream Factory. He saves that for his Facebook feed, right? He's pretty out there with going on podcasts and discussing. A lot of the times it's, I looked today on Spotify and a lot of it was like first reformed and like the card counter and stuff like that. So not, not a lot from his past. I think there was one about like American Gigolo, which is what he directed before this one. So. I never heard back from his people. Sorry, guys. That's fine. I email all the people I do for my movies to hopefully one day get that director. Paul Schrader at Gmail. Paul Schrader one at Gmail. (laughs) And so on. Uh, After one, you should just skip to 69 (laughs) and then 420, then 69, 420. I could see him being a six. Yeah. There's a 69 in his passcode on something. Right. He's one of those old guys. It's probably password two. (laughs) Password three. Uh, Cron Howard, this is your category. Was this, was this pervy enough? Was this sexy enough? Hmm. I don't know. The expert now. We can get into it maybe more towards the end of uh, of the film coverage, but I feel like there might be a you know a revenge down the line where you two take another swing at this category. Really? Ouch! Wow! <laughs> I mean, you you got De Palma. Like, what else are we supposed to do? Yeah, but the category was erotic thriller. Uh, I mean, Jade was a movie where people cry during intercourse, and this is some sort of brother-sister fuckfest. Damn. All right. I thought Jade was erotic thriller as hell. I mean, I I think it counts. I think it counts as an erotic thriller, but... Jesus. It, it, it's not a cheery one. It, no, no one's having a good time. Body double wasn't cheery. What? Uh, what is people cheery were having a about good erotic thi- thrillers? Yeah. People had a good time. The point double. is to get a boner and feel bad about it. Yeah, it's a suspenseful true. movie. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. Thriller, Kron. You're, you're forgetting the thriller part. I think. Thriller, I better know her. <laughs> I think you're forgetting the thriller part. <laughs> And then 360 here. Good night, folks. <laughs> I'm forgetting that. Yeah. What about this was thrilling to you? People turned into fucking panthers. What do you. How's that not thrilling? It's just a. A guy chases a lady up a tree. That's about as suspenseful as it gets. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. Are you defending it now? 
What, the movie? Yeah. That he no, gets I'm more agreeing. Suspense. That's it's not very thrilling. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I just can't impress you. That's the point of the category, though, right? I mean, that's that's, that's why we pick stuff. Yes, I learned what you two interpret as eroticism. And I uh, wish uh, I'd kept those uh, doors closed. Uh, Jade is... Pr- uh, Largely about female sexual empowerment. That's true. It is. She cries so, the entire time. Well, with because her fucking she's asshole husband. But whenever she's, unhappy. she's whenever she's forcing those dudes into her muff at the fuck stomping house, on their dicks. Yeah, she's having a fucking blast. She even admits oh, yeah. it until she stops and starts crying. Well, that's after the dude's been murdering her. You know. Yeah, when she takes that. That's when you get into the thrills part. Yeah. You gotta have she a dip in the story. Bank robbery Listen mask to our off her head. It's a terrible time. Yeah, you gotta lose stuff, right? Cron, where was all change. this? Where was all this? Whenever we were discussing Jade last week, I wanted to round out the category before I made up my mind. Oh my god, we got to get through cat people first. Dan, remember when he he had that category, and then he got mad at us for taking it too literal. Because he said olden times and all that bullshit, and you and I we cor- picked. We corrected time. the course. Yeah, we picked old time movies, and he was like, you "Guys took that shit too literal." Mm-hmm. And now we branch off a little bit. Can't fucking win with this guy. Keeping us honest on our toes. This guy does. Thank you. You, Keep you have spry. to see the reviews that say, "I love the variety of this show." I gotta sneeze. Maybe yeah. not. You right. go ahead and sneeze, and while I would say, no, like, right. while you're speaking of reviews, we could use some. Just hit that Get little. That. It's pretty easy. It's helpful. Yeah, hit all five stars. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that Cron Howard has given us some ammunition at the end of this, for rate my letterboxed. Uh, are we ready? Are we ready to get into this? Let's do it, man. Yeah. We're already Which, an hour and a half behind. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why you're upset because this literally starts off with fucking skeletons. Yeah, that part was cool. I was hooked at the opening and then confused. And this is so straightforward. It's not even funny. Not enticed not, ever. Not not really funny. Not aroused. I can't, I can't wait to hear Dan's notes on this because there were times where I thought nothing happened. What's he going to write here? Cat People, 1982, directed by Paul Schrader. We start with the color red, gentlemen, with sand blowing over skeletons. You're welcome, Kron. That That's my note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote down off to off to a good start. We got a roaring Black Panther. Village people, we got they're collecting water from a well. We're panning through this gnarly ass land. Village people? Yeah, the village people. Cop Why and the can construction guy. Cop, construction guy, Indian. Don't give them any clues. Uh wasn't there just like a leather Sa- guy? Is there a sailor? There is a, yeah, there's like a biker leather guy. Yeah, sailor. That's five. How many village people were there? You tell me. 
I'm going with five. We got them all. There's probably like a B squad guy they pulled in at some point. Uh, I would say six. Gimp mask. I'm seeing six. I'm seeing S and M guy, bike okay. cop, construction worker. Actually, he looks more like uh, public works, like electrical <laughs> company. Uh, He's in a union. Cowboy Indian. It's crazy cowboy. that they get along. Yeah. And then in this one, it looks like army standard uh, military guy. He's he's flipping between navy and army stuff. But there are there are six village people. Thank you for referencing your bookmarks for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's my desktop background. <laughs> you love what you love. Uh, we got some tribal dudes. Would you be bummed if you weren't one of the guys that got to do the one of the YMCA's? Because there's no, six be- of you, right? No, because then you'd be pegged with doing that all the time. <laughs> that was a that was an untasteful joke. Don't they all do the letters though? If you would have moved past it, it would have been fine. Y M C A. Oh, yeah, do they all do it? Four. I mean, yeah, I, I don't they, know. I, I only have it as a desktop cron. You have it in a GIF. They <laughs> might take turns. Are they all? This. all right, we got some uh, some tribal dudes. They come and take a woman to a tree on a hill. Uh, they tire to this tree. Night falls, and uh, the woman is still tied up at that tree. Uh, one of our Black Panthers arrives. Uh, Did you guys notice that the <clears throat> EP on this was Jerry Bruckheimer? Do you think that's the yeah. tree that always gets hit by lightning at the end of every one of his TV shows? Big hockey guy. That's a good. Uh, that's a good question for yeah. whenever Mr. Bruckheimer finally comes on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Maybe ask you're personally. the only guy to figure that out. Yeah, it's the cat people tree, right? I, man, there might is there a panther in it? That'd be a coke heavy episode. I feel like you can only interview Brockheimer on coke. I think it's Might'd just a coke. road and a tree, and then lightning strikes. You go down the the road, and then you see the tree, and it. Is that, it is that how you go down the road? You're not. People aren't seeing my hand movements. <laughs> okay, these are fucking awesome. There's something wrong with your car. <laughs> yeah, uh, too much fucking torque. Somebody cut the brakes. <laughs> hey, here, Jade. Here it is. Yeah, quit referencing Jade. Crime. Yeah, lost your Jade privileges, dude. Um, a panther arrives, approaches the woman, and jumps up on her. Uh, we cut to the next morning. A woman in a black cloak uh, leads another woman down to a den under the tree where we just were. Uh, a panther is present in the den. As the woman approaches, uh, they stare at each other. Uh, we fade into the modern world with our main character, Irina. She arrives in New Orleans. Uh, we got a man. He starts to follow her. Uh, he introduces himself as Paul. Isn't it a huge fucking fault that there's not a Zydeco band or like there's there's not a Mardi Gras mask or anything in this fucking airport? Like you would not know that this was New Orleans until he says, welcome to New Orleans. Shouldn't I there mean, be something? I'm, I'm sure they just shot it on a back lot or fucking L.A. airport, but. So I fly into Chicago. What am I supposed to see? Uh, the Bears. 
deep dish pizza. Yep. Sears Tower. Is it even the Sears Tower anymore? Your drunk uncle. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, we got to have to take an Uber. Dr. Richard Kimball. Oprah. Oprah's good. That's Chicago. Obama. Yes, we can. And Karan. Harry Carey. Also, cats. Remember? Oh, yeah, because they're running the ramp in Chicago. Then they release them to kill the rats. Uh, Quick update. Chicago's now half human, half cat. (laughs) 360, folks. What episode was? That was a rewind. I think that was a rewind. Back when we put effort into rewinds. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, he introduces himself as Paul. This is Malcolm McDowell, uh, made famous by a clockwork orange and uh, Caligula. Uh, and he says... That well, well, well. <laughs> right, 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 my brother. Um, he says... He's been hey, on this podcast before, Dan. That is true. Uh, the Class of 1999. Go check out that episode with the uh, Horror Drafts podcast. They were fine enough to join us for that. What's the category's name? Microsoft, more like hard, micro hard to kill slash software upgrade. Yep. It's a, it's a good one. We also covered Lawnmower Man and Eve of Destruction. I'm going to forget all of the movies that we covered if I'm going to have to try to remember all the names of these cats in the store i so i don't remember sweet virginia i remember virginia slim titus air jordan <laughs> titus flunky uh, jeremy flunky <laughs> jeremy that's fun or orgy orangey orangey mama cat and the mom cat yeah orangey's just gonna become orgy right <laughs> i have no idea all right, he introduces Fucker himself as me Paul. She says she's Irina. Paul says, I know. He welcomes her and states she wanted to get to uh, NOLA. That's, uh, NOLA is N-O-L-A. It stands for New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, as fast as she could. We cut to I- Irina and Paul arriving at his house. We meet... Uh, Flamali. Flamali. Flamali explains her name and shows the house to Irina. Uh, we cut to dinner. We, we can't blow over that, right? Her name? The, the explanation of the name. I didn't even write it down. Okay. I think it was on her birth certificate. They just wrote female. Female, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't read English very well or understand English very well. So they just, so that prompted me. If we had to, if you had to repronounce your name, how would you do it? Like, would it just be Karan? The Holy Book. (laughs) Can't say that. (laughs) Karan. Like, Boness. Bonice. 
Bioness. Landrea. Landrea. Damn, that shit sounds real as hell. Like you it's want beautiful. a salon. Yeah. <laughs> you got a backlog. I can't get an appointment with you for nothing. Holy shit. What do I say? You know, I cut good. I cut real good and deep. I could do without the fact that she makes you read the Quran <laughs> while you get your hair did, though. Out loud. <laughs> don't I don't stop. Know, I don't know these words. All right. They have dinner. Irina reveals that she forgot to call the Robinsons. Uh, we learned that uh, she was uh, in an, they were both in an orphanage. And this was the family that took in Irina. And this is why we're they, they were separated. Uh, Paul does make a comment that they were tore apart by the adoption house. Irina talks about the Robinsons. Paul kind of interrupts her and says, did they ever tell you about how our parents died? Um, she said, yeah, kind of. And he asked if they told him or if they told her about him. She says she was only four at the time, but she would also fantasize about him coming to rescue her from the orphanage before the Robinsons fantasize. picked her up. Uh, Paul says, I have a surprise for you and brings her upstairs to a ton of circus memorabilia uh, in a display case upstairs. Because apparently their grandpa used to run a circus. How did Paul end up back in the house? Maybe Flamali kept him? Was that the orphanage house? No. Was they both his, went to... Yeah. Was, was that his old house? I guess I took it as such because he had all that memorabilia and shit. But I guess it's quite possible that... He I just got maybe. independent, wealthy, and then just found all that shit back. So, never mind. Yeah, I just thought he was some kind of circus memorabilia collector. I mean, his dad ran the circus, so this is probably shit that yeah. was just given to him. How's he making his income? Is he a cat burglar? <sighs> I don't know. He disappears Fuck. for days on end. I mean, <laughs> he would, yeah, he's a he minister, right? Shit. Yeah. That's tax-free, man. They're oh, not going to ask any he's questions. Out. Holy shit. Fuck I got yeah. a plane and shit. I mean, fuck, he disappears for two, three days. I don't even ask questions. Make sure you put cash in the plate. <laughs> Bitch. No checks. <laughs> uh, they kind of have a little moment here, juggling and shit, singing a song. Uh, he kind of hugs her and kind of smells along her neck, which she kind of backs away. The touching starts immediately. Yeah. Even, Paul, at the pay, even at the pay phone, he was. Paul's into his sister, guys. Uh, we cut to that night. What? <laughs> Irina's sleeping. Paul goes upstairs. Flamali kind of gives him a look like, hey, guy, maybe you shouldn't do that. But he goes anyway. Uh, he goes into Irina's room. This is where we get the nice little leap up onto the foot of the bed there. And Looks he kinda good. stares down at her. This was a reverse shot that oh. uh, Schrader used. Boo. Yeah. Look good. Looks good. Uh, but it, it, it looked good because I thought that McDowell had that, you know. Finesse. That athleticism. 
I don't know if he's got that the, clockwork the, orange. The physicality that is wasted vibe. on cats. I mean, if you could believe two people were cats, would it not be these two lead characters? They have to be cast for their looks, right? Oh, she Because it's not skill. I mean, Malcolm, I think Malcolm Dow's a decent actor. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Cats? Because neither one of these two made the cut. <laughs> They're too old now. That's a Taylor Swift game. Wasn't though, Judy bro. Dench a cat, though? Mm-hmm. Hey, that's the dame, Judy Dench. I'm sorry. To you, sir. I know her as M, so. All right, we cut to a woman. She's arriving at a sleazy-ass hotel, motel, whatever this is. She checks in with the guy. He says you're late. It's a fuckhouse. She goes upstairs. She's a hooker, y'all. And she goes into the room. She's making jokes. She starts to strip down. But the dude's, she thinks he's in the bathroom. And he's not really talking back. I'm shitting. <laughs> Get ready. You got a lighter? Oh, yeah, Light a match. 38 minutes. I guess a hooker would be the Fucking one lady I, I, w- I wouldn't be nervous shitting in front of, right? I don't I'm know. paying. I not right in front of her. Yeah. She's like, that's another 2,000. <laughs> Maybe at the end, but not at the beginning. <laughs> All right. She puts her hand into some slimy goo on the bed, and she's, she kind of notices something sticking out up from under the bed. Got some good goo, slimy goo in this movie. Kind of looks uh, like a, like a something you'd get at a like a magic shop or something. It looks did plastic. They, did they make a clear gack? Gack. Nobody knows what that is. You gack do? was like the first slime though. Now slime. I'll tell you this. I have kids. Mm-hmm. What's slime the new slime? is slime. It's everywhere. They got your homemade kits where you can make it at the house. These kids they sell are it sliming in each other. Buckets. It's terrible, dude. I remember uh, I there was it. a there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like ooze or slime that came in a like almost Play-Doh style container that you occasionally you'd have to like add water to to get it, but you could you know do the slinky thing in your hands. Dan. Brewster's millions. Get a fucking load of Brewster's millions over here that yeah, had the. I, was, I, was, I didn't say I had it. Had the slime factory uh, layout for the turtles. I was lucky I got a pillow with two arms. I had to put some water on that damn shit in order for it to work. <laughs> now he's a mini. He had it. Mm-hmm. At my buddy's house. <laughs> he probably had every kid. Yeah, he probably even I had fucking, Casey Jones. I when you. Out. Oh, when you brought had, it over? I had fucking Casey Jones. I had the van that had fucking Pete or the uh, uh, sewer shooter on the top, and it had a door that swung open with like, a, a, a pizza shooter. This guy. Oh, yeah. Don't you, don't you ever complain about your childhood ever again. Uh, that is a good childhood. That toy didn't make up for lack of love, buddy. <laughs> yes, it does. Shut up. Shut up and play with your toy. I had an old uh, castle. <laughs> I had an old castle gray skull where my Ninja Turtles battled it out. That's cool. I got a stick. Cross I the go knee. pick it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you joke, but we are from that age. I I got hit with still many had to sticks. Do it. Yeah, by, I, by my grandpa. Yes, I got hit. Um, I had a uh, a bat cave. It was the Wayne Manor. It opened up. It was like a tri sectional thing, and you could put Bruce Wayne in this thing and spin it, and it would come out, and you'd have your Batman action figure. This is just like our house, Daddy. <laughs> That's right, little bones. It sure is. What are you trying to say? Open on bones? three sides. You want us? You want me and your mother to get murdered? No, Daddy. We're never going to the theater. Oh, I was Did constantly you? begging my parents to go to the movies. <laughs> Come please, on, guys. Go on a date. Can you park in the back so we have to walk to the alley, please? Uh, uh, Smoky-ass sewer alley. Mm-hmm. Where are your tucks? I made my mom a fake string of pearls out of <laughs> kicks. I thought it was going to be like toilet paper that you just wet it up and wad it into circles. Nah. I had to spend all my water to keep my ooze oozy. Uh, yeah. Slimy. All right, guys. She notices uh, something under the bed. It, it kind of slaps up against her her foot here, and all of a sudden, a goddamn panther comes out and scratches the shit out of her foot. Is that supposed to be the paw? Because it just kind of lazily I, I thought flops. it was the tail. It, it was moves, a tail at first. It moves more like a tail. It was a tail at first, and then he flips around and, and gets the foot. She escapes by going down the stairs on her hands or backwards or something. She goes down the stairs pretty quick, screaming. It was a reverse shot. She actually went up the stairs. Uh, From what she said, the take was like 30 times. And then Schrader added that he wanted her tits to pop out at the end, like on take like 15. So then she had to deal with that as well. And she was pretty upset with uh, with that because he was like, everybody, every chick in this movie pretty much has a boob shot. So she was very uh, vocal about not enjoying that. Uh, Lynn. Manuel Miranda. <laughs> no, that was not her. I'm not giving you a titty shot. All right, she escapes down the stairs. She cries out for help. Uh, we cut to the police in the New Orleans Zoo showing up to this place. Apparently, the New Orleans Zoo can just get into any fucking murder scene or whatever they want. Oh, it's a fucking task force. Now, the zoo sent us. My uh, cinnamon. Uh, cop explains it's get a Get out of the way. The zoo's here. <laughs> clear, clear path. Clear your men out. See, CSI, get out. Your men are contaminating my scene. (laughs) Sir, this has nothing to do with an animal. Shut up. A cop explains it's a leopard that attacked a girl. Get Charlie the baboon on the roof. (laughs) Give him a rifle. Uh, (laughs) They notice that the the clerk here at the little little whorehouse has a camera in the room. So they kind of watch on the video. Uh... They want to knock it out and take it back to the zoo. Uh, we get a we get a guy from the zoo. He heads up a ladder from outside to shoot it through the window. Not sh- well to put it to sleep. They're not going to kill it. 
he starts cleaning the window off, and this uh, panther just smashes into the window and knocks him back almost off the ladder. He pulls himself back up and gets to the or he gets the shot off. I was pretty and- impressed with the athleticism on that scene from John Hurd, from the the fall over, hanging up underneath the ladder, and then pulling himself. Like correcting back himself up. back on the other side. I thought that looked pretty good. Uh, all the animals that you see in this movie are real. There's no puppets or anything like that and until the, well, we'll get to that. But everything is real. So no panthers were hurt during this process. Sure. Uh, the leopard destroys the room as after it gets shot with the... Uh, the sedative that he hits him with there smashes back into the window. We get a quick cut of Irene waking up from sleep saying, Paul, uh, and our Panther, he passes out. We cut to Irene asking, uh, for Molly where Paul is. And she said he went into work early. Irene wants to see the sights of the city of new Orleans. Uh, she heads down out into NOLA and she has, uh, she walks around the city, taking in the sights. That guy on the bus is into her. Yeah, I I just assume that's how I look most of the time. Like that stare that he has. I'm not trying to look like that, but he's got a. Uh, kind of looks like the drummer for the Black Keys. Patrick. Yeah. Just <laughs> open mouth, fucking gaze. Yeah. I mean. She's a she's a pretty lady. Yeah. You got to leer at her to let her know you're mm-hmm. into it. You got to just being welcoming. Mm-hmm. You can spot the tourists. As she's going through her tour of New Orleans, she heads down to the church where Paul works. Uh, but they say that he didn't show up. It's a weird looking church. It looks like a it's cold new meets age. in there. Uh, we cut to Irina and a, a badass cab driver here. Uh, she's taking her Jesus. somewhere. But she, she wants to hit the zoo. She's like, the place is a dump. <laughs> but she's like, stop here. And she's like, it's your money. She's got a pair of glasses over another, another pair, of pair of glasses. glasses. <laughs> yeah. She's a badass, That's bro. 80s bifocals, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but she stops for her anyway, and she goes in and immediately focuses on the, the panther here, and she starts drawing it. Um, sketching it, I guess. Gentlemen, did anybody watch the 1942 version of Cat People? No, sorry. I'll take, I'll take that as a no. So this is where the 1942 version starts with the sketching of the cats. We'll we'll have a few more that go through. Doesn't it seem fucking wild that the people are allowed to just walk up to the bars? Doesn't it seem wild that all the enclosures are the same size regardless of how big the animal is that goes inside of it? And that you have wolves, orangutans, big cats, all in the same. Yeah. Um, I will say. The enclosures suck. It's a concrete floor with. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing like a piece of driftwood in there. Mm-hmm. Three by three. <laughs> I mean, this is eighty-two. I go to the zoo in twenty twenty-one, and it's I'm still like, this is terrible. 
But yes, I will agree. 1982 is bad. Uh, this is not the real New Orleans Zoo. This is a set piece. So, if that helps. <laughs> so yeah, what was the, I, I don't know. If you get to dis- if you're building a set for a zoo, this is what you come up with. He wanted like, it to be like a gothic design of his of I don't know. No, it looks like it got the gargoyles and shit on top and. <laughs> Well, he even says, one of the guys later on says, like, we're at a, this place is so out of date and it needs an upgrade on everything. It looks like the back of a building where you would keep the dumpster. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the brick wall, like it, you just back that thing up to keep it hidden from the alley. It's fucking depressing. Any zoo is depressing. Yes. And I I recognize that you have to go. Because you have children, but. But I do explain like this. They shouldn't be. Honestly, the best zoo that I ever seen was in Colorado Springs. And I actually seen a snow leopard there. But all of the stuff was built into the mountain. So they had grizzly bears, but their whole enclosure was the actual mountain. It wasn't like designed. Right. I was like, all right, you know, cool. I mean, they're still in a fucking zoo, but yeah, let's, we don't need zoos, guys. You go to Yellowstone, you see the bisons, and every year we get the videos of the people getting mauled by bisons, which is one of my favorite fucking things ever. Because you deserve that. Mm-hmm. You fucking deserve that. I, I, lo- I love a video with a guy getting his arm crushed by an alligator. Yes. I love that video, that woman being mauled by that polar bear. Like, a shark bit me. Yeah. Yeah. You went swimming in the fucking ocean, dude. Like, duh. That That is a risk that happens. You rolled the the dice. Yeah. Yeah. Gorillas smashing up into glass and shit. (laughs) I fucking love it, man. The guy that pulls the cobra out of the thing and it gets bit. Like, okay, yeah. You... You deserve that, bro. Sorry, but you do. Love it. Fucking King Cobra. I'd shit my pants. Unless you're a horse, though, right, Dan? Now, fuck horses, dudes. We're anti-horse. Hey, you You see one in the wild, dude? That thing will fuck you up. I'm not fucking, fucking with a Mustang. Bite you on the arm, dude. <laughs> Tear you apart. That's what I'm saying. Those big, gnarly teeth. Wasn't it like Free Willy where these people were jumping in with uh, Killer Wells and they were getting bit and shit? <laughs> they realized that Killer Wells were fucking mean as hell. Like I think they killed the trainers and stuff. Because yeah. of Free Willy? Yeah, like people in Alaska were like, oh shit, let's swim with, with Free Willy. And they were jumping in and they were getting fucking mauled and shit. I, I vaguely recall reading a stat that Killer Whales won't attack humans in the wild. Really? I yeah, I, I vaguely recall here, like reading that because there's an awesome video on the internet of a killer whale coming up on the back of a boat, like the the camera's in in the water behind the boat, and it's like a reverse shot. And as you watch it, there's just nothing, and then this fucking killer whale is just keeping up with the boat, and eventually catches the boat like out of nowhere. And in the comments, 
there being something about like, yeah, there's actually not that many recorded cases of them attacking humans in the wild. And then to Kron's point, isn't that what Blackfish is about? Mm-hmm. That the, uh, the ones in captivity will fucking... There was one that killed like six trainers and they yeah. just kept... Sh- <laughs> They kept they shipping got, uh, it around to different aquariums because they'll putting, grab the ladies like ponytails and fucking drown them well, and shit. Well, that's what they said that they grabbed. It thought it was a fish and drug her under to, and drowned her. But no, that fucker tore her apart. Yeah. Keep putting them in Ripped these fucking apart. waters. See what happens. <laughs> and Put there's him. actually, they have video of one of them. He keeps pulling the trainer's leg, like trying to drown him. And they have to distract him so he can swim out of the fucking thing in Blackfish. That's a pretty funky documentary there. Anyway, killer welts. It's not all free willy, guys. All right. According to Wikipedia, Uh orcas or killer whales are large, powerful apex predators. In the wild, there have been no reliably verified fatal attacks on humans. In captivity, there have been several non-fatal and four fatal attacks on humans since the 1970s. I was wrong. So I guess we can swim with killer whales in the wild. They're legit. Bud strip. Badass creatures, man. They will like. I'm not fucking fuck, that. They will fuck with sharks. They will like kill shit and like play with them as like toys. They're uh, awesome. You guys know there's a movie called Orca the Killer Whale. That is about a save it. Kron, Sh- we figured out. it was on your goddamn list. That's why Shut we haven't out. talked about it. Maybe you want anyway, to pick it for uh, erotic thrillers part two. Oh, we dude, pan up. Se- they're sexy as hell, dude. <laughs> All, right. All right. We pan up to the zoo sh- office. That, that shape. Mm. They're discussing the new panther that they that just arrived. They want to give it more space and uh, get it some dental work. But which apparently doesn't fit into the budget. John Larroquette. Yeah, he's the uh, the suit here, right? Yeah, you remember him, Kron? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> he's the suit here. Tales he has from the a- Crypt, Demon Knight. He's in the opening of that, like that, the Crypt Keepers movie. Dude with a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. He melts. Night Court. Dan, I don't want to blow over uh, the dental work they want to do on this panther is to file down his teeth. <laughs> yeah, Kron, do you want to take a full-on sharp-ass panther tooth, or do you want to take a dull one? I'm just saying. You decide. fucked up. It's fucked up that a zoo is <laughs> filing down the teeth of the animals. I mean, you all will get a panther for Christmas. It's on the way. It's filed down. Don't worry. Your other parent, our pets. Yeah. Good luck. All right, dude. The dude in charge, the suit here, what, John Larroquette, he wants what, to kill. What is the point, right? So the zoo, the whole point of the zoo is to let people see these wild creatures, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you get there and you see a fucking panther with uh, fucking veneers. Like it's good. Like what is the point? Like it could just be. A diorama at that point. It's an insurance just in case it does get out and bite somebody. It's not going to kill them, but it's going to hurt. I mean, I, I'm, are they declawing it? Because I'm sure a panther could fucking kill a person with its claws, even if it had a fucking dull ass tooth. I feel like even with dull teeth, 
its bite is going to be fucking insane. Yeah, that's if, true. If anything, they just made your death a little slower. <laughs> it's going to hurt worse. All right, this zoo guy, he freaks out. He's like, we're not fucking killing any of these animals. Uh, they meet up with some other zoo workers. Uh, they say it threw up and they found uh, some pizza in it. Uh, and our guy here, he says, leopards eat pizza. <laughs> they say he's a very healthy cat, but uh, the suits call him a menace. Uh, we cut to that night. Uh, that night, we got uh, our guy Oliver here. He's studying. Shouldn't it be gumbo? Didn't he have gumbo the night before? No, nobody nobody likes the chicken gumbo. He had to get a little snack before he went to that fuck oh, house. Oh, he did have gumbo. That's true because yeah. uh, uh, That's what Flamali, Flamali said it was, served, it was yeah. gumbo. I'm surprised Cajun Kron hasn't came on oh. here. Oh. Well, I was just waiting in the back for you to oh, call Cajun my little Kron. name. Um, I'm so happy you're here. I, I, I just thought of you whenever I made this pick and, you know, I just hope I make you proud. Well, New Orleans I've, is a I've been saying a, Nola. I've been it, saying Nola. It's a little bit of a melting pot, so uh, I have pizza gumbo every other week. Oh, so you're further out uh, of New Orleans? You don't live in actual New Orleans? Oh, you bite your fucking tongue, Monsieur Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. No disrespect, sir. No I disrespect. live in the heart of New Orleans. Okay. Oh, is that, right. that too liberal for you? Yeah, I figured, you know, you're out in the, the bayou. You seem a little red hat to me. Sorry. I have a solid blue. Oh. <laughs> no matter who, blue huh? Blue parish, huh? Mm-hmm. I vote for uh, all alligators on the ticket. <laughs> I write them in. Uh, how do you feel about the representation of New Orleans in Cat People? Oh, what a miserable fucking zoo. <laughs> Look terrible. Have you been to the zoo in New Orleans, uh, Cajun Crown? I don't. I do not support the zoo. I live in the bayou. All right. You like creatures I, in their natural habitat. I live in a zoo every day. That's your life, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, you see I a just... gator. You see a swamp dog. You see a wait. What's a, what's a swamp dog? Oh. I don't know what a monster dog is, man. What's a oh, it's swamp, a swamp dog? He's a he's a, midnight, a monster dog from Louisiana. He's a midnight creature that comes out and uh, he can uh, read your thought. He can uh, damn steal your soul. Shit, this sounds dangerous. What's mm-hmm. the what's a defense against the swamp dog? Oh, you just uh hold your rosary tight. And keep your eyes shut. Does it just go away? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It can't get you if you're not looking. Okay, you don't have to play dead or anything. Let it sniff you. No, no, uh, you just close your eyes tight. Remind me to get a rosary next time yep. I go to New Orleans. Well, and shut your eyes. It can still get I you. Oh well. I will. Do, do they give you a rosary when you get off the plane, like a, a lay in uh, Hawaii? Oh, they give you a, a set of beads for doing something. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. You pull your pecker out at the airport. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. I, I, get a lot of be- I get a lot of beads for mine. Mm-hmm. They give you beads for peckers? Oh, absolutely. Damn. We're free people down here in New Orleans. 
I need to move down there. Shit. Yeah. I got a little uh, mistletoe belt buckle on right now for uh, for the Christmas I, holiday. I, I've heard those are quite effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cajun Cron. Global warming. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. How's the... How, what... What's the toll down there on the bayou? I mean, you, you already you're already talking limited, you know, dirt, like actual real estate. How's mm-hmm. how's this affecting, you know, real estate prices, animal migration? What's you know? Well, you take the good with the bad. I mean, uh, it it the weather is getting worse, but you can get your fan boat going real quick. <laughs> you're not getting dragged down through them uh. Brambles and bushes no more. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a bright side then. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of like at like during COVID, I didn't have near the traffic issues. Yeah, just like that. Okay. But uh, the gators are getting bigger with the heat. <laughs> <laughs> you ever well, ran over one of those with the fan boat? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Oh, you you going to hit a gator? <laughs> you bound to hit a gator. <laughs> If you hit a gator from the back and it's like opened its mouth, will you like ramp up a little bit? Oh, you! Oh, uh, somebody, somebody's heard a gator jumping. Now I didn't know. Oh, you couple Yankees like you. <laughs> you come around enough, man. I got to research a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, we do a gator every, jumping, huh? Every end of the summer, the big gator jump. Oh man, <laughs> I've heard of jumping the shark, but jumping the gator. Mm-hmm. I got a silver medal last year. I'm, oh, that's impressive oh, as hell, man. Congrats. I'm, I'm eyeing that gold. <laughs> okay. Maybe this year. Yeah. I hope. I hope. Keep your fingers crossed and your eyes shut tight. And, I mean, as as the waters rise and the gators get bigger, you're just mm-hmm. going to get bigger air. Yeah, more air. Well, Cajun Cron, uh, we're going to move on. If you feel at any need to come in through this hole, we're going to be in uh, NOLA the whole time. So just, well, just, just, just like pop me. on in. Just pop on in if, if you feel we have misrepresented something. So oh, okay. I'm you, sure we will. You're doing a terrible job so far, but I guess I'll just okay. say uh, etouffee day and etouffee bones. Etouffee. Etouffee. Cajun Cron, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Proud Louisianian there. Uh, Ron, right. you need some water after you've been incepted? Are you okay? I'm okay. It, okay. It takes a toll, but, you know. It's still early. hmm All right. We got the guy here. He's studying uh, uh, what they're going to – what they say in the zoo exhibit. Uh he notices uh, Irina out there still drawing this panther. He goes out and confronts her. She runs away and she jumps up into up above the fence, but he still spots her and she comes back down. This jump is really easy for her. Something the normal human couldn't do. I speak for yourself. Yeah. I uh, okay. My vertical we'll leap is unreal, dude. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. Uh, he asks what's going on, what she's doing. boxes at the gym for me. <laughs> this was a chain link. You're not you jumping. the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks what's going on, what she's doing. She explains that he scared her. And that, What are you uh, doing with that pencil and sketchbook? 
They're all con. She claims that they're all connected to the animals somehow. She says she's drawing. She, uh, she gets dizzy. He takes her into the office, and uh, she says she forgot to eat, but she, but uh, that would make her feel better. She asks him if uh, he wants to get some food, or he asks her if she wants to get some food with her. We cut to the you want local. A little bit of this uh, ketamine that we shoot into these animals. Chill <laughs> out. I can dull your teeth as well. Oh, uh, they- I I hate to be sexist, but a woman uh-uh. saying I just need to eat something and I'll feel better is the most realistic line in this fucking movie. Uh, yeah, at my house it pack goes, snacks, dude. What's wrong? Is it this? I don't know. You hungry? Yeah. Okay. No. Are you sure? No. Got, well, I'm I gonna make a sandwich. Two of them. I got I'm two gonna make two sandwiches because oh yeah, you do have two. Yeah. So you got to make two and a half sandwiches. Uh, they hit up their local oyster diner because. Louisiana, baby. Uh, he explains what his job is. She explains that she's looking for a job, but her brother's going to help her out when he gets back. But he's been gone for two days. Uh, he shows her how to eat an oyster, and he offers a job at the zoo gift shop. You guys ever uh, uh, suck down some oysters? Nope. No, it's something you never I've always had one? wanted to do. I've always wanted to. They're pretty good. I've never, I've never fully on. We went to a place in Tulsa that had them, and I was just like, I'm not going to eat an oyster in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That, that No, that doesn't make sense. I think I had I had some in North Carolina. They were like right out of the water that day. Fucking good. Yeah. I think they'd be all right. I had clams and shit. I mean, those are good. You had glands? Clams. Oh, on. Okay. <laughs> about to ask what gland you were eating. I got a gland for you. <laughs> yeah. What's the gland in a... Kiss the mistletoe, Dan. Adrena? Adrena? Adrena crone gland? No, I think that's the stuff that rich people <laughs> get out of babies or something. It's pure adrenaline. Like, you mean like the Clinton's baby blood? The, yeah. Aren't, aren't they always after adrenochrome or something? <laughs> the lizard people? It's mm-hmm. not a Paul Simon song. Ah, we cut to the next day at the zoo here. They meet up. Uh, Oliver meets up here. Or no, Joe meets up here with the others. And they do a walkthrough with the animals. He's with Oliver. Joe's kind of his uh, side helper. He hands over. Ed Baker Jr. Yep. From Batman Forever. Second appearance. Yes, sir. Well, we didn't cover Batman Forever, though. Uh he heads over to see Irina at the gift shop to make sure she's doing all right. Uh, we come back to Joe. He's going through all his daily feedings for all the animals. Uh, we cut to Alice. This is um, Oliver's. I guess it's they're together. I guess they kiss. Uh, she meets Irina. Well, it's like always. It's like on the cheek, right? It seems like an unrequented love sort of thing. Like she's into him and he's. I think they're together, but like he's at work. They're at work, maybe. So it's not like everybody knows they're together, but they mm-hmm. don't. I think she is really into him, but to him, it's the kind of girl where it's like, all right, I had too many drinks at the holiday party. So he can always go back. Yeah. It's like, 
it's always an option for him, I oh, suppose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's not just trying to keep her in the friend zone or no, he has I mean, other interests, and when that doesn't work out, he's like, oh, Alice, well, let's call her. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, she ends up meeting Irina and invites her out for a drink after work. She agrees. We cut to that drink pretty quickly. Alice and Irina get to talking, and she admits that she's a virgin. Irina does. First time uh, hanging out. Yeah, I mean, I told you guys that whenever I first met you. Well, we were 13 years old. Dude, I was a virgin at 22. When we met at 13, I told you I am not. Right? He's and then you virgin. broke down in tears and we had to call Child Protective Services. <laughs> we hired you that girl. Mm-hmm. You she never was, told us what happened. She was 47. <laughs> you took a shit in front of her? <laughs> she wasn't in the shit. <laughs> she left. I ain't gonna shit on you. <laughs> no, you watch me no, shit. No, just watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's not complicated. Yeah, she came back. She's like, y'all going to have to pay me an extra 200 He wants a shit in front of me. I'm yeah, like, I didn't have it. I didn't have God it. God damn it. I was 13 it, years old. I didn't have it. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to have to mow like 19 more lawns for that. Uh, <laughs> I had to sell my Casey Jones action figure. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, one of you better watch then. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how you're supposed to do that. Yeah. I put All on right. a dress and watched Crod take a shit. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get enough thanks for the shit I do for you guys. <laughs> Took one for the team. <laughs> All right. Irene admits that she's a virgin. Uh, Alice, of course, starts to say, haven't you even come close? And she's like, yeah, I have. Uh, so she's like, tell me. Uh, she starts to tell the story of how she came close to almost having sex. But a woman, all dressed in black, gets up and says... Uh, uh, Cruella DeVille sneaks up on them. <laughs> she says, me, Harmana, which is like her sister, I think my sister, to Irina. And she gets up and leaves. So, um, you guys didn't watch the 1942 version of this film. Um, virgin? This is a version? Version. Version. The this is a remake. Virgin. Is she, she in I'd the I'd like 42? to see that movie. The 1942 version. Take that Judd Apatow. Could be played by anybody. <laughs> so uh, this is a, a major point in the, the 1942 version of this film. This happens in there. Um, so he gives a few... He redoes a few scenes from the 1942 version, but not many. Are they just nods? Or it's pretty much just a okay. All right, like even uh, Schrader admits, like he wishes he wouldn't even call this cat people because it's not like a direct remake of the 1942 one. But this is in the in the original. I should have called it cat persons. It's grammatically correct. <laughs> cat and about. 
Uh, Irina asks Alan or Alice what she said, and she says it means my sister. Uh, she finishes her story. She claims that the guy that she was about to have sex with had a large penis, so she did. Yeah, it was me. It, it was me the whole time. I almost I was dating Irina, there but we, we couldn't do it. It was Come me. On. It was me. I beat you. I I got a big dick. It's me. Karan? He got to the joke first. <laughs> what okay. are you going to do? We, I'm just saying, I, if you had no, a rebuttal. For a fact, we both keyed in on that one. I was like, well, this will be a race. For him, a joke. It's, for me, a reality. <laughs> oh. It says, bones, Karan, boner off. That's what my, my notes say. Yeah. How many Mardi Gras beats can your boner hold? None. You can't hold one? No, I'm it's not. It's a string of beads. I'm dude. there to, to, Mardi Gras, I'm there to look at some boobage. Where guys. are you keeping your beads so you can throw them? I'm not shaking this. I'm mm. not shaking this willy. To That's get nature's beads. hook, buddy. It's cyclical. <laughs> if there's a hook, you got a problem. You got to give and get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that hook on that thing. Mm-hmm. It's very gothic. Uh, we cut to Irina. She's at work. Uh, she, she hears. Has, that's a 90 degree bend. <laughs> My beads are secured. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Uh, she hears the Panthers uh, roaring in the distance. Joe is uh, trying to clean the cage. Irina just walks into the Jesus Christ, this killed into me. the fucking background here to where they keep the, the gift shop shit. clerk. Yeah. Like, you back. don't have any reason to be here. Um Irina comes in, the leopard starts getting pissed off and attacks the cage. Joe calls for the electric probe, uh, and he starts in with that. And the leopard manages to snag Joe's arm and proceeds to rip it off, uh, which is pretty gnarly. Blood washes all over Irina's white shoes, which I thought was a pretty cool scene. It's a good shot. Uh, Yeah. We cut to Oliver. He shows up to get a gun to kill the panther. Did you guys watch Tiger King? Yes. Yes. I will say, I think it's like the second or third episode that opens with... That one worker getting her arm ripped off is fucking intense. I don't even remember. We drank a lot of wine during okay. the pandemic. That was very early pandemic. But and we were pretty drunk every night. Yeah. And I think in the interview, uh, she even says, like, they could have saved my arm, but it would have been way too much rehabilitation. And she couldn't afford it. So at that point, she was like, well, it'd be faster if you just cut it off. I was like, that says so much about society. Yes. Well, that's like teeth, you know, like, oh, I don't want a root canal. That costs too much. Just pull it out. It's cheaper. Karan just recently got his canines uh, filed down. Filed yeah. down, yeah. Uh, is, Oliver show- he is half swamp dog. <laughs> that's, that's true. We came up with a new dog tonight. Shit. I have a new category. 
Oliver shows up. Uh, he gets the gun to kill the panther. But when he gets there, the panther is gone. And there's just some gooey shit in the cage. All right. What? We cut to Irene. Where'd that She's panther go, Back dude? at the house. Wait, so is the... Okay. We'll talk about... Can we talk... We'll talk about the goo later, I guess. There's, there's a reason particular, for this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Joe... Well, we'll get there. Irene arrives back at the house. No one seems to be home. She goes to her room. Paul walks in and said he was in prison. She doesn't (laughs) ask any questions about that. She just tells him the story about what happened at the zoo. New Orleans, huh? (laughs) Crazy place. (laughs) Locked up twice a month. Paul says, yeah, I know. He tells her he knows she wanted to fuck uh, Oliver and that she thinks that it's love, but it's not. She tells Paul to stop with all this talk. Paul says that they can escape what is happening and that he's waited for her for a long time. He tries to hug her, but she pushes him away. Paul says we can only touch each other because you're just like me. Irina says she is not like him. Paul says that the animals used to call her name when they were little. Paul says he needs her and tries to make a move on her. Irina says, you're you're not my brother. And Paul's eyes are changing into the cat eyes. Irina makes a sweet escape out of the second floor window. Uh, you're s- not my stepbrother. This is inappropriate. <laughs> if it was stepbrother, it would have been fine. I'm stuck under the coffee table. (laughs) Are you the babysitter? Wait, Famali's in the other room. (laughs) Irina makes a sweet escape out the second floor window with a soft cat-like landing. Right here in front of the panther cage? I don't know. (laughs) Paul follows. The chase is interrupted by the police. Irina says she's fine and heads back to the house as the cops investigate what's going on. Another cop pulls up with a dog that starts to go fucking insane. And the start... Uh, the cops, hate, I think they hate cats. Yeah. The cops start questioning Irina and Flamali. They're in the house now. Uh, a cop starts asking Flamali about the basement. Oliver from the zoo is at Irina's place as well. The Just official zoo business, ma'am. Don't worry. <laughs> We've got to investigate. The cop takes him and Alice down into the basement where they find a cage. Uh, the cop states that this is where the leopard came from. Human skeletons are found in the cage. The cop explains that Paul has been in and out of mental institutions his whole life, and he believes that he is a cat that has been killing or has a cat that has been killing these people. Uh, they take right. Famali in. Clearly we're dealing with some kind of cat man here. No, they believe that he has a cat as a pet. They don't believe that he is the cat at this point. I was just going off your word mix up. So yeah. It happens. This is where you need a Busey type to come in and throw out that crazy theory. Mm-hmm. I think the minister Riggs. is a cat people. <laughs> the government is cat, not lizards. Cat. 
Uh, they take Fomali in because they think she has something to do with it. We cut to Oliver. He's taking Irene over to his place so she could stay while all this is going on. He shows her her room. Uh, Irene says that Paul can't be her brother because her brother would never have done any of these things. Uh, we cut to the next morning. And you Oliver, know he wants to bone her because he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can stay at my place. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's my dark room, but here's a bed. Uh, we cut to the next We just morning. saw a, f- uh, a fucking chew cave in his basement. There's no way that's him that did that. Human skeletons were there, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. There's no medical records of him in and out of psych hospitals claiming to be a cat. Yeah. He's a Christian. It, it probably wasn't him. He's no a way. Christian. You're probably right. You're so right. You're so smart. To- You're so good at selling gifts. Don't forget. I'll be over here, by the way. $5 boneless wings at Applebee's this week. Sorry, you're for the holiday season. Cron, we did it. He's in. He's in. That was it. All right, I'll email Applebee's. Couldn't hurt. You do need to start putting that in uh, episode descriptions, actually. Brought to you Apple by Bees? Applebee's. Yeah. I'll start tagging I wanna, our Instagram see, post. Yeah, let's start doing that and see how long it takes for a cease and desist i really want to cease and desist oh it'd be fucking awesome i really do we will never cease <laughs> like you're literally just letting that means somebody's paying this. attention you're literally just letting us do this you've made an enemy for life applebee's <laughs> uh, we cut to the next morning oliver and irene are driving Every looking, waking moment. <laughs> looking at boats. Look at that boat. Right, look at that boat. It's a funny scene. Um, guys. My, my wife watched this and she said, that's what it's like to drive around with me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cut, cut to the core. <laughs> like that you're making the joke or that you're just so bland just pointing at shit? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> You can ask her next time you see her. I, because if she said you you make funny cre- like quips like that while we drive, that would be a compliment. But if she's like, "Do you realize that you just point at shit and call it out while we're driving?" Hey, sometimes there's a cool uh, tree or something. <laughs> what are you gonna I do? Say, oh shit! Did you see that? Oh, this is so- a fucking wiener mobile. Sorry, we're not sitting in silence. <laughs> My wife and me have a enormous record of seeing the Wienermobile like on the highway. Uh, dude. It is insane. I've seen weird. it a dozen times. It's weird. Me? There's gotta uh, be. There's just a fucking Wienermobile. There's gotta man. be more than one, right? Me? I've just got an enormous Wiener. <laughs> no, Kron. We're really talking about the Wienermobile for real. This is my big dick episode, Kron. <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. let let bones let have, me the, have big the big dick, dick episode. This episode. No, Jesus, listeners should know. <laughs> Guys, listeners, should Oliver know. is driving the coolest fucking oh, yeah. Toyota oh, pickup yeah. here. That thing is God bulletproof. Damn, bro. it's mm-hmm. fucking badass. That's a fucking classic. If I've ever, I can't seen fit in one. it, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> I don't know if I can fit in it, uh, but it's a great looking. A little fucking blue Toyota. It's fucking nice. Uh, this is, I think, before the even the T one hundred or any of that. 
but this is 82, so. Uh, they head out to the bayou together, and uh, they stop to see uh, Yeatman. He's the caretaker of the cabin that they're going to. Uh, they grab some bait, and they go crabbing, y'all. Uh, we get some very sexy shorts shot here of uh, Irina. Mm-hmm. That's a De Palma-level framing. Uh, we cut to a graveyard. Paul asks if uh, he could take a picture of a lovely little blonde lady in a red dress. Uh, we get a quick cut back to Oliver uh, taking pictures of Irina. She start, or He starts to kiss her. She shies away. Uh, but she's she's coming back for more. We cut to Paul having trouble getting it up here. Uh, we cut Never to had that problem. Now my big giant dick, full blood. <laughs> you gotta have the heart to fill it. I'll pass out. Uh, giant first. heart. <laughs> I just I just pull my dick out and say, "Remember the Alamo." <laughs> um, cut Many to the men next. Died that day. <laughs> Cut to the next morning. Irina wakes up and she hears something outside the fishing house. Uh, she goes outside. She starts walking around through the uh, the bayou here naked. Uh, she starts seeing all these freaky looking colors. Starts to freak out a little bit. A pink rabbit. She sees a snake. And then all of a sudden she goes after the Is rabbit. Is that how cats see? Is that um, what that's supposed to be? Like she's getting I don't know. I feel, vision? I feel like he took a more artistic view of it, I guess, maybe. I think that's what he's trying to represent. I mean, he is, but I think he added the color as more, because usually it's like a negative, you could see like a heat, you know what I mean? I'm sure cat. I don't know how cats fucking see. I don't don't think cats see like the predator, Dan. (laughs) You know, maybe that, maybe it's right. I don't know. Maybe Paul Schrader knows more than us about cats. Uh, we cut back to Oliver's house. He wakes up, uh, turns on the light, and sees Irene naked, covered in blood. She immediately says, turn off the lights, and says, don't look at me. We cut to Paul. He's waking up in his bathroom floor. He, he eats some of the loose skin that's hanging around. He's all greasy <laughs> when he wakes up. <laughs> he looks around the room, which so is that's- destroyed. That's what I wanted to ask about the goo. I took it as like in the uh, the fuck house that that was uh, like a hairball. That's what I thought too at first. Yeah. So then in this one when he's covered in that goo, is that like the fluid with which he like breaks in and out of because when I think it's when the, the change scene happens. later. Yeah. Is it? But I also took it as that's. After he kills, he goes back into human form, but that wouldn't make sense with with the hooker because it had already happened. He turned it, into the cat. I think it's just. I think they turn into the cats when they when they go into heat. Yeah, I think when they get horny. When they get horny, they turn into cats, and they can't change back into humans unless they kill something. Kill. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's yeah. But I think in my mind, I'm just going to stick with it being a hairball. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was just some goo that formed during the transformation process. Easier you, to you slip said he, out of the he skin. like doesn't he take a bite of the one that's like on his stomach? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he rips it off and eats. Yeah, it. and then so I didn't know if that was like is that meant to be of the lady out there? I 
I think it's his. Set up yeah. the rules here, Schrader. It's just pure protein from the transformation. Okay, yeah. Give him a little bump to get home, you know? Uh, he looks around the room, which is destroyed, and of course, our girl that he was with is uh, dead as a doornail. And uh, gentlemen, that's is where we uh, go change the litter box. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, from that uh, wonderful promotion of Burps and <clears throat> Gaps, the new podcast uh, coming soon. Um, if you're still hanging with us, we are going through Cat People from 1982, directed by Paul Schrader. Um, we got live cats. We got New Orleans. A depressing zoo. Uh, every zoo is depressing. A childlike um, woman. We got uh, swamp dogs. Discussion. Swamp, swamp dogs. dogs. We got a discussion about killer wells. A housekeeper uh, every- totally fine with her owner or owner. Jesus Christ, with her Jesus, uh, boss being a one twenty nine. No, I I misspoke. Uh, she's like fine with murder. I guess that's what I was getting she's, at. She's just doing her job. Okay. Oh, own a housekeeper. That sounds stupid. Hopefully. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just assume her job. Misspeaks happen, people. Especially all the time. Super late by three people Laundered that should in. not be broadcasters. Podcasters. Number one uh, misspeaker right here, buddy. No, Laundry Dan doesn't know how to talk at all. So I'm surprised you guys haven't kicked me off the show yet. I love the way you say drawing and <laughs> apocalypse now. I love it. Apocalypse. I, I, I smile every time you say it. Apocalypse. Now. Now, damn Apocalypse it. now. All right, guys. We cut to Detective Brandt. He's telling Oliver and Alice, there's just been another murder, and we need you to figure this out for us because we're terrible cops. We need the zoo task force on this. We need the best guys. Get in here and look at all these dead bodies. Get the zoo on the phone. Uh, he tells her she was the probably- bodies are piling up in the streets. <laughs> they say she was the mayor's probably- mayor's up my ass. He says she was probably a tourist, referring to the lady that Paul just killed. Uh, not sure why he's showing the people that work at the zoo the murder scenes, but I don't know. I she seemed pretty power. comfortable with his downtown area. You know what I mean? She was. Oh, there's a weird part here. She was helping. Where the cop is like, uh, he picked her up in the cemetery. <laughs> it's like, how does he know? How does he know that? Her Facebook posts, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Heading to the uh, cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Barry and mom. Yep. She took a selfie in front of uh, Nick Cage's, uh, what do they call it? Not gravesite. Memorial? Well, he's got a, he already has like his burial site in New Orleans. Those, one of those above ground. Mm-hmm. And he just hasn't been buried there yet? No. Obviously. He has a few more lives left. You think he laid in it to see if he'd fit? 
Oh, yeah, he definitely Bella Lugosi'd it. Yeah, this will work. Oliver pulls up to his place, and Irina is trying to leave. He stops her and tells her that he loves her. Irina asks, what if uh, we couldn't make love or sleep together? And Oliver's like, I'm cool with that because I'm in love. This is also a... And I'll uh, just bone Alice, so it works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Alice can be my hole. You can be my heart. <laughs> oh, oh, you saved it with sweetness. Yeah. Uh, this is also a uh, theme in the original 1942 version as well. Oh, I think there's a part in this conversation where he's like, I'm 34. It's over for me. <laughs> like, I'm all washed up. He's not wrong. Did you guys feel good, though, that you we all look better than he does? So. Yeah, we're not successful actors. No, but. <laughs> we look pretty good for our age. Somebody asked. Thank you, modern medicine. Was. I was, that was like, um, 37. They're like, I said, I don't look it, do I? And they're like, no. You look like you're like 28 or so. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'll work with that. Used to be 25. Now I've noticed it's like closer to 30. I was like, eh, it's still, I'm closer to 40, but you know. I would say it. I look I'll my age, it. but good for the age. Kron is the one that can pass for 15, 20. Yeah. No, oh, thank you. You shave that. You shave that mustache. You're getting into free at Disney World, dude. Just where I've always wanted to go. <laughs> uh, we pan up a tree to see that Paul is peeping Tom on uh, on these on these two talking. Isn't it a bummer that at no point in the movie does Paul go? I'm a cat man. There might be a deleted scene. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you guys, you won't ever get the Blu-ray for this movie. No. But if you do watch the Malcolm McDowell interview, he is drinking some coffee while he is Milk talking. out of a saucer? <laughs> no. He's drinking some Still in coffee, character. And it looks like a beaker from a fucking science lab. And it's like, it's like fucking huge. And he has it like down to like this much. I'm like, was this dude drink? He, did he drink all of that? Like, I don't know. I'll send you a picture. Isn't it what, uh, don't they make I, like a French press that you can drink out of? It it looks, cause you that can like see locks the, the, at the at the bottom and people will drink out of the French press. Eh, maybe. Cause but it's it, like, it comes down and like out, but it also has a handle. I'll send you. I have to send you a picture of it. You know what? You know what needs a handle? What? My big ass Johnson. (laughs) You got to check this thing. Ain't no carry on. (sighs) They put me down there with the dogs. (laughs) Big wiener. Guys, we cut to Oliver, and what else? A helicopter. Did we hit all three movies? Is there one in Body Double? I don't think there is. 
Was there? I thought there was one in body double. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we hit the last two movies. We have hit on sex being recorded in all three. Mm-hmm. I don't. I guess body. Well, didn't I have think one. in the Jade episode we went on about uh, how like he's the best helicopter pilot so far oh, wow. because he lands, delivers the people, and takes off. Mm-hmm. I think that was the bit. The bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> well, we he wins this. by default. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't see this helicopter land. Uh, he's helping the cops search for the uh, panther here. The cops and the cop in charge is pissed off. Uh, he asks Oliver, how long is this going to go on? They've yeah, said some guy from the zoo should be doing this. <laughs> they've said they've looked, they've set up traps, and they still haven't captured this thing. Uh, and the cop, the cop wants more. Did done. they try a laser? <laughs> oh, oh, like a laser pointer? <laughs> like pointer? Yeah. Sit around the woods. Little yeah, sh- sh- we get string on the end of a stick. Yeah. <laughs> a little feather. Uh, Oliver punches this dude, but apologizes immediately. Does not get arrested. I don't know how. Um, we cut back to Allison grilling Oliver over how he's obsessed with Irene. Irina. Uh, we cut to Irina at Oliver's place on a stormy night. She's just laying in her bed, and all of a sudden, Paul just breaks through the fucking bedroom window. Uh, he I'm spills a cat, it. man! <laughs> He spills his guts, telling Irina to save him, and she can stop all the killing just by sleeping with him. Paul explains that their parents were also brother and Please. sister as well. And Irina says Please. she's not like... It'll be, it'll be over if you just... Please. It's all I've ever I, wanted. I mean, he is trying to stop him from killing people. In a way. And he... But he explains it in such the creepiest way. Like, did he even try begging? Did he even try? Like, I know this sounds gross, but I mean, what's worse? He tells me killing tourists in cemeteries. I've used that line (laughs) (laughs) a few times. Paul says, can I buy you a drink? I'm going to kill the tourists tonight unless I get laid. (laughs) Want to join me? The end of that. Paul says Oliver wants you because he fears you. Uh, he says Alice and Oliver are made for each other, and that's the way they'll always be. He picks up some uh, broken, or she picks up some broken glass and says, uh, "You leave me no choice." She moves in on him and tells him that she will go with him, but he she cuts him in the hand with some of the broken glass and she leaves the room. Paul then turns into our panther here. Uh, so he is a panther. We cut to Oliver and Alice. They show up at his place. Which Alice, means he's horny as hell after getting his hand cut. I mean, he is pretty much asking her to sleep with him. So he what? came in horny. What, this is nothing. <laughs> this I doesn't mean, matter. <laughs> I can't just break through a bedroom door. Try harder than that, horny. bitch. <laughs> I mean, if I'm just... Regular Dan, I'm not breaking through that door. But if I'm horny Dan, I'm breaking through that door. Your Honor. 
Oliver and Alice, they show up at his place. Alice starts making some coffee. I was not of sound mind when I <laughs> entered the residence. That was horny Dan. <laughs> he should be standing trial. Not me. The man before you is regular Dan. <laughs> not horny Dan. It worked. He got off. I'm starting to change. (laughs) No, I didn't get off. Now I'm horny, Dan. I'm about to approach the bench on her. (laughs) Oliver goes to uh, Irina's room. He hears some glass shatter. Goes into Irina's room and finds an almost changed Paul. Uh, as Paul approaches Oliver, he's crawling on the ground, and he does change fully into a panther here. Uh, Oliver does his best to fight off this panther. Uh, he tells Alice to get the shotgun. He kind of moves around the room. Uh, he lifts up the mattress so the panther doesn't get him. There's kind of uh, a funny part where he's like, go get the shotgun, and Alice runs down, and she picks up a lamp to break the glass to the gun case, but at first I thought she was just like, this is all I could find. (laughs) (laughs) Will this work? (laughs) Uh, Alice then bursts in and blasts uh, Paul. Hell yeah. A panther here with the shotgun out the window. Alice is cool as hell. Irina walks up from outside in the rain and she screams as uh, Panther Paul there lays dead. We cut to Oliver taking out the dead Panther Paul out of the refrigerator at the zoo morgue. Uh, He starts to cut him open. He slices him all the way up. And wouldn't you know, out pops a human hand and just some green smoke starts... uh, Erupting from the uh, cat carcass here. Full of poison? I mean. <laughs> no idea. I, I, I was... start coughing. <laughs> uh, the tongue sticking out of the dead panther got such a fucking laugh out of me. He was out. I don't know, but just that. That it had. I was. It was my favorite part of the movie. When I did the rewatch, I was so excited. I was like, oh, yeah, he's getting ready to pull that fucking dead panther out. Well, he does lay him on the table, and the head just, like, (laughs) hits, like, super hard on the table. It's the perfect amount of of tongue exposure. I don't know. Uh, Side story. First watch of this movie. This is when my cat threw up (laughs) in the dining room. Thought it was quite fitting. Maybe it hated what it was looking at. Oh. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a movie about cats. <laughs> the bummer is I always have to have that quick uh, calculation of, did my wife hear it? Can I just so sit I here? I have to do it. No, I, I would never put that on my wife. But I'll put it on the dogs. <laughs> If I just sit here long enough and call one of the dogs and maybe throw like something over there, one of the dogs will eat that, you know, and I just have to deal with the stain. I don't have to pick up the actual chunks. Yeah. Cause Bruce drops mad chunks, dude. <laughs> like once a week, 
we even have rocks like in his food to kind of slower like slow his feeding and then just once a week he just it's just it's a step fucking gnarly man step one stop feeding your cat rocks <laughs> give it more olive oil I dude. wish it was a rock because it would come out easier Solid. to clean yeah <laughs> they're like uh you know like fucking bullshit craft like rocks that you would put around like a candle that says hope or some shit you know live laugh love yeah exactly <laughs> cron does bean not too bad up? uh not in a while luckily but I, f- I feel like she always does it at it'll be like 3 a.m and then it's like where the fuck is it <laughs> i think when i woke up I heard it in this room. <laughs> That's the hardest part about it. It's just oh, tracking man. it down. Wish I had your life. We had the loudest gunshots ever that we've experienced in St. Louis last week. At about 3 a.m., it was pop, 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 pop. I counted like five. Sam says she was like, it had to be six or seven. You hear that, like, babe? That's a magnum. That's, dude, it was, <laughs> right it sounded like it was in our backyard. And I was like, what the fuck is that? My phone lights up and it's my neighbor. And she says, did somebody just bang on your door? And I was like, no, I think those were gunshots. Next morning, I text the neighbor that lives behind me. I was like, dude, did you hear gunshots at three in the morning? And he sends me screenshots from his Facebook messaging with the rest of that street because they like all hang out and drink beers and shit. And he, and it was like, hey, did somebody just shoot, like unload a gun in your yard? Like we would have swore we heard somebody running through your driveway. Later in the day, my neighbor texts back and says, oh, yeah. It was like in our on our street, there was a carjacking and somebody shot at the carjacker. And I shit you not, the house across the street had got hit, had fucking bullets. Like, so the cops were here like all day measuring shit and taking photos and interviewing people. And she was like, yeah, I told them that you like heard the gunshots, too. I was like, God damn. So fucking snitch. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Bitch. Fucking send that shit over to my house. So, I kind of live in the shit, man. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Dude, sounds like you need to get a Glock for Christmas. So, I put it behind glass and then I have to use a lantern to break it? Yeah. Welcome to Bushwick. (laughs) Oh, man. The body then disappears of this, uh, this panther. We got to Irene. She's meeting Famali at jail. Irene asks what she's supposed to do with her life now that all this has happened. Famali tells her to live as she did uh, in jail. And don't live like your brother, pretty much. Uh, He lived alone and never loved. So Famali's in jail because she's compliant in the murders and shit, right? Yeah. Or working they might be holding her, maybe. Okay. But they no allow they allow Irina free 
because she's only been in town for a week. Yeah, I guess because she was visiting. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't that seem sort of suspicious? I don't. Uh, I guess she just got there. She don't fucking just, know Paul yeah, that much. I would just you would think that there would be more push on her. Like there would be one or two more scenes with the cops sort of interviewing her. You know, maybe there's a deleted scene where Famali's like, "Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I, I killed all those people in the basement. I ate them." Is gumbo. that what the is that what the chicken was? Nobody likes the cool. gumbo chicken. <laughs> Uh, pretend the world is what men think it is. Not sure what that means. Pretty good line though. Uh, that's her advice. And then she. What do you think the world is, Dan? As a man. Yeah. From what I take to uh, or take from that line, I guess it's uh, the world is your oyster, right? You know, just put a little lemon on it. Let yeah, it slide down your throat. Horseradish, Eat little it, hot baby. sauce. Do what you can to it. Have a good time. Uh, we cut to Irina at the train station. Uh, she says, how far can this get? I don't want to talk about what I think the world is. So just. Let me, Kron, what do you think the world is? Oh, uh, I don't know, but this is a man's world. <laughs> Bones? Uh,. I think it's all just an illusion, right? They're all just a blade of grass, man. Yeah, man. I don't think it's a simulation. I mean, we did get yelled at this week for uh, saying sorcerer is better than the Matrix. I didn't. I didn't say that shit. I did. I don't know if I haven't decided. You (laughs) did. did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I come down on that. I think sounds, I think sounds I, like you got a weekend project. I think I think I'm on a side that Matrix is better. Okay, if only because you guys already say Sorcerer is better, so Sorcerer wins, right? Like it has the majority. So I'm just pretty much I'm just raising my hand to keep it. The benefit to Sorcerer is that it doesn't have sequels, which. <laughs> Reduce it. it down. Yeah. It should. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> There's been so another the oil explosion. <laughs> we gotta send this you. we gotta send the the zoo crew down there to <laughs> <laughs> figure it out. The best team we have. David Caruso as well. Oh hell yeah. All right, I, Irina takes the train to Richmond. Get Dom on the phone. Again. I guess Virginia, right? Irina dozes off on the train. And we go into a, a fantasy here of her in the, the desert uh, from the beginning of the film. She sees Paul. He explains their origin. A long time ago, our ancestors sacrificed their children to the leopards. The souls of the children grew inside the leopards until they became human. We were gods then. We can only make love with our own. Otherwise, we transform, and before we can become human again, we must kill. He takes her to the tree where all the leopards are from the beginning. 
one of the leper calls her by name and she comes back with mother and the leopard says you must return we cut to alice she's kind of a uh, cool northman thing with the tree there right like yeah remember that movie i uh i started it the other day but i haven't finished it yet don't lose your beans (laughs) that's the lighthouse cron yeah, it's the same guy, though. <laughs> Tell me how long have we been on this rack? <laughs> what a comedy. Hysterical. It really is. Womack. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, Alice is getting... That's the rock, yeah. Yeah. Alice is getting her jog on in the park. Uh, it kind of looks like a panther is stalking her as she's running. Uh, but we get her, a- I thought her form was pretty good. She had like a midfoot strike there that I was kind of impressed with. You know, early 80s, people were, you know. In shape. Well, I mean, jogging was still pr- relatively new as like a general exercise, late 60s, early 70s. So I was impressed with her midfoot strike there because, you know, everybody thought – Thick padding was the way to go, and it is on like endurance runs. But you know, now the science is pointing to like a more minimal. Unless you got a high arch, you need that arch support. Maybe like a mid cushion. You need those socks with uh, socks for your toes. Yeah, and Gigi's. custom custom toe socks. Mm. You yeah. need that toe splay. And Casey Jones action figure. Uh, and a giant guys, it's, dong. It's not the panther that jumps out. It's a cute little, it's a cute dog. Hey, pet the dog. Everybody loves dogs. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck dogs are dogs. cool. Cats are shit. It's about cats. Uh, she heads to the pool. She's going to take a dip. Uh, the lady says, we're about to close. What she is said, this? I'll be real quick. Yeah, she's like, you got five minutes. I couldn't get so changed five out. Minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Let alone get does? a swim in. You couldn't. She undresses Karan. You oh, seen yeah. it? Yeah, she does. I'm just saying, uh, what, what kind of swim is that? Like, she does hear a it's growl. Just, it's just a quick dip, baby. Just a cool a quick off. dip to cool off, baby. You know that hot Orleans heat. Oh yeah. Um, she jumps in. She does hear a growl. Beautiful pool, in. by the way. Beautiful mm-hmm. pool looks good. This is a another scene from the 1942 version as well that was uh, included in this film. Uh, the lights go out. She hears some growling. She starts to freak out. Uh, she's alone in this pool. Then all of a sudden, Irina appears, and she asks about Paul. And then Sandy, the lady that uh, was at the beginning, or the little clerk at the beginning, lifeguard. walks in. Eh, she wasn't a lifeguard. She just ran the place. Walks in and kind of asks what's going on. You don't think that she got certified as a lifeguard? (laughs) I mean, maybe she did, but I don't know. Hmm. What I do know is that her name is Barry Brenderson. (laughs) And this is her last appearance in a film because she retired after this to focus on her family and her children. She would end up dying on flight 11 
on September 11, 2001. What? Yes. Wow. Holy shit. So a sad ending there for uh, Sandy, RIP. That's wild, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to make my Baywatch theme song joke <laughs> about her always being ready. Um, that's a bummer. Okay. Yeah, that's, when I read that one, I was like, oh, shit. Um, so she comes out and she does give Alice her clothes and they're ripped to shreds, which is also featured in the in the 42 version as well. Was it more of like, hey, throw these away, like get these out of here, clean up your mess? Who's this bum that left these fucking clothes in here? Yeah, what did Alice wear out of there? <laughs> A trash bag? I'm sure there was the enough like bikini bottoms. She had something some from shit. the Lost and Found. Mm-hmm. A three She's like three X sweatshirt. <laughs> She's like, we don't have we don't have any shirts, Alice. Here's some beads. Everybody was just. We'll know what you're doing. Yeah. Luckily, it's Mardi Gras, so he'll blend right in. He can walk around topless. All right. We cut to Oliver. He's back at his place doing some dark room work. Uh, he has some pictures of Irene and the panther here going on. The phone rings, uh, but when he gets to it, it's off the hook. He puts it back on the hook, and it rings again, and it's Alice saying that Irene just followed her, and she thinks she wanted to hurt her. And whenever uh, she was at the pool, and as uh, we're talking here, Irene walks in to Oliver's place. She strips as she walks upstairs, and Oliver, of course, follows. Irene gets into Irene gets into bed. Uh, they make some love. <laughs> Irina gets up uh, after making some love. She goes to the bathroom. Whoopee, Dan. She, Jesus, use the technical term. Love. Notice that she's bleeding. Uh, she tastes it. Gets yeah, a freaked out. What the fuck was that? Is that yeah, a... Yeah, I'm not sure. She she was a virgin. A so virgin. I That's what I was thinking. Okay. I don't know why, why you taste it, but Okay. Uh, she washes it and goes and lays back down. Irina starts to transform into a panther here, which is, uh, pretty sweet. I thought it looked pretty all right. Karan? She kind of turns pretty unattractive in the middle there. <laughs> she attacks Oliver, then jumps out the window. Uh, she scares some motorcycle cops. Very freaked out. Uh, Alice shows up to get Oliver. They go out looking for Irina. They find her on a bridge. She's surrounded by cops and the fucking media. Did you notice that that one cop stops him? And then lets him And then through. lets him go? Like, it's not oh, like- they're with the zoo. Oh, oh yeah, no, they're with the zoo. <laughs> yeah, but nobody says, like, they're clear, let him go. He just- It's like the staging was you're supposed to, like, slow them down and then let them go. And it, it cuts really weird. I think he says, like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're with the zoo, dude. You got to let them through. Official yeah, zoo business. Stand down. <laughs> uh, Irina is in panther form here. She's pacing back and forth on the bridge. Uh, she leaps into the water. Shoot her. The cops start to open fire. Shoot her. Why did they Oliver. wait until she jumped into the water? It's like, just shoot it on the bridge if you're going to do it. I mean, yeah. no. Nobody's has tell, ever seen a panther. Tell the guys on the other side to take cover, 
And one side just fucking open fire. <laughs> no. If you're good cops, you can all stand in a circle and shoot into the middle. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. Ninja 3 taught us that. Uh, Oliver has a thought here, and he heads back to uh, where he thinks he can find her. And this is the uh, the fishing house that they went to earlier on. Uh, he parks his sweet-ass Toyota truck, and he rows to the fishing house. He starts looking around, and all of a sudden, Yeatman just falls out of the tree dead. Uh, he goes into the house. And How miserable Irina, would it be to have a house that you have to take a boat to? I mean, it's kind of cool. Because <laughs> no Mormon is going to fucking okay. tread the waters. All right. Throw that in the pro column. <laughs> all right. No Mormons. Let's start listing off some cons. I get the urge for a Reese's fast break. Stock up. Bro. I can't beat a. I can't be a quick trip in five minutes. Like you got to really want a fucking snack. By the way, I did see the Reese's potato chips big cup today. Oh, bro! And I almost bought it, but I was like, you gotta! It's the holiday season, bro. It's it's time. <laughs> I looked at it like three or four times, and I'm like, nah, the cashier's going to think less of me. Even I had the mental thing of like, oh, this weekend, I'm good. <laughs> this this weekend, everything, I don't give a shit. I bet if you I'll live- st- I'll start back January 1. If you live on the water, though, there's probably like a a little, you know, stilted convenience store that's <laughs> just a two-minute fan boat away. All the fish you can eat. Yeah, fuck that. I want a Reese's fast break, man. Throw your line in and naked ladies killing rabbits out in the bayou. <laughs> like, come on. Pros. Uh, she said she killed Yeatman. Uh, she is in human form. Oh, now no shit. She did kill. Guilty as charged. <laughs> she admits it. Ask Oliver. Was Cat Irene, Your Honor? <laughs> Not real Irene. Irina. Uh, she asks Oliver to free her by killing her. Oliver says he does not want to do that. What she did wants she Oliver. say? I want to be with my people. Let well, me be with she, my people. She asks Oliver to make love to her again so she can live on her own. That's like right. her people in a zoo. <laughs> so she undresses Oliver. Ties her to the bed and makes sweet love to her. Uh, we cut to the zoo the next morning. Or not the next morning. This is this is later on. Oliver is uh, there. Allison asks him some questions and she kisses him again. He should have had so, like a beard, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think so too. All right, we just should have got like three months later or something. Come on. Paul. It should have had something where like she scratched his face. You know, and, and like left like a scar and like it's either healed or he's had he has a beard now to cover the scar. You nope. know, that would have been a cool little no beards on under- the, no beards on the zoo crew. This is a serious outfit. I don't understand why you would tie her up how she wouldn't get out of those when she turned into the panther. Yeah, her wrists are gonna get a lot smaller. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she's going to slip right out of that. The only way you're going to keep a cat down is to wrap it in a blanket. That's true. Or spray it with a spray bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you... 
fucking rattle a Sprite bottle with rocks in it. He's pumping away. He's like, all right. <laughs> Just misted her in the fucking face. She's like, stop. I'm not a cat yet. With a little bit of lemon in it. They hate this. Why Why is there a litter box over there? Well, I don't know what you're going to do. Just don't do it in the fishing house, please. <laughs> Oliver heads out to uh, the zoo exhibits and uh, he checks out the new black panther that they have. Feeds it. Uh, pets it. We get a freeze frame and some Bowie music starts playing uh, in credits. Gentlemen, cat people. There's a part at the very end where he kind of like walks up to the panther cage and there's a lady that's like looking at the panther. (laughs) He just, I wanted him to be like pretty beautiful, huh? You know, I fucked that big cat. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 on that one. You ever fucked a guy that fucked a cat before? <laughs> you Freeze frame, Bowie music plays, and credits. Gentlemen, Cat People from 1982, directed by Mr. Paul Schrader. You want some research? Hit us. I've hit you with a lot tonight. Um, released April 2nd, 1982, with a budget of... million and a box office return of 21 million guys it was a success Um, as we went over earlier Mrs. Barry Benderson rest in peace died on 9-11 what a terrible way to go Um, John Hurd turned this uh, almost turned it down because whenever he read the script he thought it was porn I think that was probably research on all three of these movies that we did. You ever seen a porn before? <laughs> hey, you watch porn? Uh, anybody notice? His DVD. <laughs> Scene three. I need that back, man. Uh, on Oliver's nightstand in uh, in his place, there's is a copy of uh, Mishima, a biography. Uh, that would be later directed by Mr. Paul Schroeder, uh, A Life in Four Chapters, I believe it's called. Uh, a highly rated movie by him. Was Paul Schrader mad about it? Right, Paul Schrader. No, he fucking Schroeder from Peanuts. Paul Schrader, Schroeder. Uh, this was at a time when RKO wanted to remake all the old monster movies at the same time that this was going on. John Carpenter was directing The Thing from 1982. These were, that was a failure, of course. And uh, I think Wait, they did what? Creature of the Black Lagoon as well. But uh, then they, after this, they decided they weren't going to do that. Um, our quote here from uh, Lynn Lowry she played Ruthie, which was the stripper or the hooker. From earlier, basically, I think Paul wanted to get a shot of every woman's tits in the movie. It was either him or the studio, not sure, but somebody wanted it. Every single female outside of Ruby, or Ruby D, in the movie has a tit shot. That's what she said. She was very pissed off about it. Not from Ollie. 
Uh, Paul. Is that Ruby D? It's never the ones you want. I did read that Paul did have a relationship with our main actress here. And I guess something came up that she said she fucked all of her directors that she worked with. Not sure how that worked. So I don't know how true that really is. But uh, apparently he was in love with her and was going to propose to her on the night of the premiere, but she never showed up. So (laughs) I don't know how true that really is. Go with me here. Twelve angry men, but there's one lady. (laughs) And I got just the actress. It's like, yeah, you wrote Taxi Driver, but I don't know. But that's all I got, guys. Um, That's it. Cat people. 1982. Cat people. Cat people. Are we ready? Are we ready for America's favorite game, the internationally famous... Read my letterbox. Rate my box. Dan, what's the uh, average uh, letterbox user rating? Guys, at the at the time of our review for Cat People from 1982, directed by Paul Schrader, our Letterbox user rating is sitting at a 3.1. Give it to me, Cron. You want to go? Yeah, uh, it's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna say a 2.5 for both of you. I'm going to go a 3.0 for Dan and a 2.5 for Karan. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with Karan here. This is a, a tough one here. Um, I think I'm going to go a 3.0 for Bones. I'm going to go a 2.0 for Karan. All right, guys. Uh, Cat People by Paul Schrader. Um, I honestly want to say, like, the worst part about this movie is just that it's kind of boring at the end of the day. Like, it's a movie about people that want to bang all the time and turn into cats, and somehow its runtime of two hours felt like three and a half to me when I was watching it. Um there's just kind of long sections where not much really happens. Um, I don't know. It's a cool idea for sure. Um, like nobody's terrible in it, but I don't know. It just doesn't do much for me. Um, I do think your guys' selections for erotic films <laughs> somewhat failed to hit the mark, but we can dissect that later if you want. Um I think at the end of the day on cat people, like I said, it's kind of right down the middle for me. Not terrible. Not certainly not great. Um, 2.5. I do think this movie is too long for what it contains. I think this could be a, a much sleeker 90 minute flick. Sleek uh, one. Uh, quite boring at times Uh, I think the 
performances are good for what they're working with. I unfortunately have an issue with the childlike nature of Irina. She's too uh, simple-minded seems mean and innocent seems not harsh enough. Um, and that delivery comes off as exploitative at times. It makes it made me very uncomfortable with some of her subsequent scenes and her shift to apex predator is a little jarring because of that. Um, in a movie called cat people, I thought that there was quite the lack of cat like behavior with the cat people. I think, you had ample opportunity for you get the you know the little hop from uh, McDowell. I would have liked to have seen like there's a there's very particular cat behavior that most people are aware of, and some subtle hints like that. I mean, I don't, you know, it doesn't need to be in your face, but um, just like we were saying, like the slash to the face. You know, everybody who owns a cat's been fucking cut by their cat at some point or slashed. Um, they clean themselves in a weird fucking way. They're really fickle, you know? Like, there's there's aspects of, of cat behavior that could have been incorporated a little bit better. Um, the Bowie song is an absolute banger. It uh, is much better than this movie. I had a really, really tough time with this movie. I am a 2.0. I fucked this shit all up. <clears throat> Guys, I like cat people. It fucking blew by. Doing the plot on this was like, shit, I'm already done. I could have watched another 30 minutes. I thought the two actors were pretty good. Um, Two people that would, I believe would be cats i think he didn't add a lot of that because of the more i don't know you got to kind of believe they're humans as well i mean can't just have Irina coughing up a fucking hairball like midway through the movie but i don't know i i liked it i thought uh the effects were good i liked a lot of uh john hurd shit i thought he a lot of the reviews I read were like, he was miscast. I, was, I thought he did a great job. Um, could have used a little more McDowell, I thought, for Paul. But, yeah, man, I, I thought this was all right. I I didn't have a problem with it. Blew by for me. I didn't mind watching it on the second time around. Uh, this is a 3.0 for me. So... Once again, I'm I'm doing it from you guys. The uh, Dan, like your point about like them not adding some cat stuff, be- and I thought maybe you were going to say that it was it 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 did seem like they were really trying to ride this line of like being 
sort of grounded, as grounded as you could be in a movie where people turn into cats. But the opening to me makes it so fantastical that if you don't come back to it in a way that I, 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 you don't bridge that gap to it, you know, like to the point by the time you get to the actual shift, I think you could have added some more, you could have peppered in a little bit more cat-like behavior, but I do agree with you. I think John Hurd is good. He does seem, I think miscast isn't necessarily fair. Uh, to me, he's just, he's fucking Kevin McAllister's dad. So to see him boning <laughs> is so odd. Uh, yeah, the bone to make Kevin. That's true. Yeah, they had like They had a kids. lot of kids, yeah. All right, guys. Cat people would have an average rating from the three of us of 2.5. This would end up at number 59 on the big list. It'd be right below Convoy at 58 and right above Brain Smasher, A Love Story at 60. All right, when you're ready, I got rate my letterbox scores, Kron. I am ready. Dan got a .5. You got a 1. And I got a 2. All right, well, that settles it. Uh, Bones, you would be leading off the review show with a 16.5. I would be second with a 15.5. And Dan respectable 13.5 it's been a while since i won right i mean start getting that speech ready (laughs) might be our last rewind so we'll see it's not the last rewind we should probably go out on top (laughs) well uh there is one thing we've got to do i always forget to do it the end of your that's, category there, Kron. That's all she Fuck wrote. Mary is, is this where we want to, you want to berate us some more about not picking movies that were uh, erotic and or thrillery enough? I just don't know if there was enough like sex appeal, enough twists and turns. Jade was kind of flat. It just, and everyone seemed to hate having sex with each other. I don't. There's no erotic thriller out there you're gonna find where people are enjoying sex. Yes, because it's it's in the well, first third of most. In of the, the movies. end, I, in the I, end, it's all terrible. The, yes, you pay a price for enjoying that sex. Jade shows you that that payment. Yeah, it's just sooner. that though. <laughs> and cat people is just a. I don't know. You you don't have any. Merit to talk here. Greasy, grimy, slimy. Hey, I already know what failed on all ends. Revenge five will. It's already set in stone. Oh, yeah. He picked fucking Jason goes to hell for that, right? It is slimy. (laughs) I, 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 not really. I think I was on your side then, but if you're now complaining about our erotic thriller (laughs) choices, I'm going to reevaluate that one uh 
That's that's why we need a review show. This is, but this is the joy of the category is that it allows people to stretch out and 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 reach. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not. I am not going to entertain <laughs> the argument that these selections were not erotic thrillers. Hey. And I think you picked a a good erotic thriller. While I didn't like it, I think it is a fun. It's fun within the confines of the erotic thriller. It's fine. Give it six months. You I guys mean, will come around. It's just kind of, it's a less an erotic thriller and more a movie about being mean to animals. <laughs> it's about making love to animals. What the fuck are you talking about? Watch that's a cake for some people. That it. I guess. Anyway, what the- I guess I shouldn't view erotic, eroticism okay. through my own lens. Let's fuck Mary Kill. Yes, so let's get, get to get fuck, fuck Mary Kill. I got mine. Let's hear it. I'm marrying Jade, I'm fucking body double, and I'm killing cat people. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm fucking body double, I'm marrying cat people, and I'm killing Jade. Wow. <laughs> to pick your own movies. <laughs> I'm, of course, going to marry Body Double because it's far and away the best film of this lot. I'm going to fuck Jade and kill cat people. Listen, Jade's got a motherfucking car chase in it, dude. Bear, Ain't no way. Um, moving at a mile an hour. <laughs> There's more enjoyable lovemaking in cat people than there is in Jade. It's bestiality, bro. <laughs> he's got, he's humans, got you there. <laughs> there were humans at the time. All right. What are we doing? Are we picking a category? Did we decide on that before we started? Are we unveiling anything? Or are we waiting? We Who's can, got the next category? I think Bones. Uh, yeah. It's up to you, brother. Do you want to th- throw it out there just for the sake? I mean, I can always start research. I mean. Yeah. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Well, should we wish everybody a happy holidays? Merry Christmas? Uh, happy holidays. Uh, whatever you celebrate. We don't yeah. give a fuck. But you can uh, enjoy your time off of work. Hit us up in the Discord. You can... Uh, Search for us. Find the link via Twitter, Instagram. We're there. We'll engage. How do you guys feel about the year? This will be our last episode of the year. You feel pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? We had over 6,000 minutes of content. (laughs) You're welcome. Created this year. Uh, Maybe what? fraction of that is listenable enjoyable that's a three a f- force a fourth if you did a super cut mm-hmm. yeah if i was a little bit tighter on our edits if i lived by my own rule i think uh right. that bonus gaps and burps episode should be <laughs> dropping soon though so that'd be pretty cool i think we did i think we did all right I think we got bigger plans for season two. 
Uh, we got some stuff in the works. So, uh, brother, bringing in some guests. Oh, brother, it's gonna get bloated. <laughs> so, we made some good. We made some excellent friends along the way. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, year two has been uh, year two of season one. <laughs> year two of season <laughs> season one. one. We Definitely. learned. We learned to walk. All right. Maybe next year we'll learn to talk. Nah, I don't think that's happening for me. I'm only getting dumber. But yeah, I think I think we're all right. I think I think we're we'll give it another year and then we'll have a discussion. Cool. Karan, I love you. I love you both. Bones, I love you. I love you both. And I hope you guys have a beautiful holiday season. And, uh, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Welcome, folks. It's the last after showers of the year. Consider this that walk of shame following that crazy New Year's Eve party or maybe that that one awesome burp following a delicious Christmas dinner. You're, f- you're filled up on goose. Nothing quite like a goose burp. There's millions of Jesus there. Christ, dude. <laughs> God. Uh, tasted goose. Did I... Uh, I saved a story for the show and then couldn't, I tried, I was like, well, I'll save it. Maybe I'll work it in. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you guys here. So, uh, Alamo draft house. Yeah. Opened yesterday. As of this record, yesterday was the first day of, of, of showings at the Alamo draft house in St. Louis. I have been waiting for this for four years. Uh, Extremely excited. Of course, I was going to go day one. Um, debated. What was I going to see? What did I want to watch? After watching Cat People, I kind of wanted something like kind of dumb, kind of easy. Didn't really want to have to think about it. So it was between Triangle of Sadness and Violent Night. I thought, hell, it's the Christmas season. Let me grab two tickets to Violent Night. The person I had extended the invite to, they had to back out. So instead of like refunding it and worrying about all that, I just went by myself and said, you know what? I'll have a seat next to me. This will be great. Uh, of course, there were going to be first aid jitters. There were going to be some kinks with these waiters. I'm not sure what you call them. Ushers that serve food in the Alamo. It is a dine-in theater experience. Uh, we're still what, in COVID. What do you usually call the people that serve you your food? <laughs> a waiter, but it felt weird saying a waiter in a theater. It's Sorry. more an usher. Yeah, it's it's a weird hybrid Alamo, sort of scenario. Yeah, I thought you yeah. usually just called him boy and kicked him. <laughs> I just say bitch. 
Well, it, there's an usher element because you come in and you sit down and they say, can I see your ticket and make sure that you're in the right spot? So your engagement with them first is that of an usher. Anyway, uh, despite what some people say, we're still in the times of COVID. And I would hope that one of the takeaways from that is not getting six inches away from people's faces. Uh, my usher slash waiter did not adhere to this rule and immediately got uh, within eight inches of my face to say, I don't know if you've been to an Alamo before, but we don't really talk. This will be the only time I talk to you. Uh, I about five or six times had to give him a thumbs up like in between our faces and try to push him back like, yeah, I got it. Uh, I made it about halfway, or we all made it about halfway into Violent Night before the theater lost power completely. Uh, so right as the movie started to get like, all right, it's starting to like pick up because it's basically fucking Home Alone meets Die Hard with fucking Santa Claus. And the whole time you're like, this is fucking wild. This is, it was starting to get like kind of good. Uh, I had difficulty getting my Schlafly Pale Ale. They kept trying to bring me a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. And I finally wrote and underlined fucking Schlafly Pale Ale and handed it to somebody. Uh, so, yeah, the power completely dies in the theater. They go on to emergency power. They come out and they say, we're still trying to figure out what's going on. We'll hopefully have the movie back on in a minute. People are standing up and walking around the theater and talking and sharing popcorn and talking about the movie, and uh, for 35 minutes, power comes back on. The movie continues, but there is no video. It is audio of the climax of the movie, uh, just playing at full fucking blast. Ushers come back out, and they say, guys, we're still trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm thinking, just fucking press pause. Like, it's a digital projector. Press pause. Um 15 minutes later, they come back out and say, all right, we have rain checks for you. So <laughs> they basically dropped a hint of like, get the fuck out of here. They say, all right, we're going to bring everybody the, their receipts. Like, we, since we have power, we're going to try to process these real quick. People are like, so you're not going to start the movie back over. And they're like, no. And their thing was like, well, why didn't you tell us this fucking 30 minutes ago? So, uh it took about 20 minutes from the time that they said they were going to bring their receipts out to the time I actually got my receipt. I had to argue and say I didn't actually order a Sierra uh, Nevada beer, and I never got my Schlafly beer. Uh, so it was an absolute terrible experience, and I'll treasure it for the rest of my life. Uh, it was great. I can't wait to be able to watch more movies at the St. Louis Alamo Draft House. Or, It'll get better. Or It'll get one better. full movie. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, I did have a weird thing where they gave me a rain check, and I thought, well, I technically owned this seat next to me, so shouldn't I get two rain checks? Mm -hmm. But trying to explain that to my usher six inches from my face, it was kind of difficult. So I ended up paying $30, and now I have a free ticket, but... <laughs> So, Dan, I can't wait for you to, to come up to St. Louis and watch a movie with me. I think I'll wait a little bit. <laughs> Get those kinks figured out. All right. I already flipped a coin. Cron, you don't have to worry about it. I have two categories left. I know what our category is. 
You guys ready? Yeah, yeah. We start the year off right, guys. This category is called The Bond is Not Enough. Six incredible men have played James Bond, but they've also been in other movies. That's what this category is. Just pick a movie that features an actor that once or did or also played James Bond. The lawnmower man. (laughs) Yes. If you remember in the lawnmower man episode, I said this won't be the first like Pierce Brosnan movie or something. I kind of slipped up and you're like, yeah, duh, this is the first. But I meant to say it won't be the only. So I am going to ask, don't double up. So I think the order goes uh, myself, Dan Cron. So Dan, I'm leaving you the more open field. Cron, you're going to have to. You're going to have a little smaller of a field afterwards, but um, I'm going Pierce Brosnan. Going in 1992, a movie called Live Wire. Are either of you familiar with this bad boy? Don't think so. I have to double check here. Don't recall either of you having it logged. Danny O'Neill is a bomb disposal expert assigned a case where terrorists have developed an invisible liquid, uh, invisible liquid explosive, which is activated within the human body. Yeah, I've never seen this. Pierce Brosnan, Ron Silver. Philip Baker Hall. Uh, we will have to rent this bad boy. We've been on a killer streak about that. <laughs> we got a lean 85-minute runtime here. So it's some part of Q1. Come back, listener. For uh, The Bond is Not Enough. Pierce Brosnan kicking us off. Live wire from 1992. Your body is 93% water. No one is safe. Bones, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing more than six people that have played Bond. Oh, um, I was thinking like the particular run. Yes, if you consider like Casino Royale. Yeah. Like the first Casino Royale. David Niven. Yeah. Um, we, we're going to stick to... Uh, multiple movies the more traditional canon we should say so you're talking Craig, Brosnan, Connery Moore, Dalton, Lazenby yes Okay. thank you for uh, forcing me to clarify I just didn't want to come in with my hot Niven pick (laughs) (laughs) right so that leaves you. I mean, just yeah, Lazenby's been in other stuff. Just fucking wipe him out. Don't don't stretch yourself. Stick to the other four, Dan, and then Cron. Be prepared to stick with the three. 
let's see what I can dig up. Okay. This is one of the first ones that I had, I, I came up with. I thought, what's a what's a way to get a bond in here without getting a bond directly? And well, thank God we got lawnmower man in when we did then. <laughs> Fan favorite. Mm-hmm. People are loving it. Good app. Good app. Go check it out. All right. You guys good? Yeah. Should I cut that Alamo story? No. Nah. Leave it in. Leave it in. Okay. Join a Discord. Uh, follow us on Letterboxd. Email us if you want to ask us a question or get on Discord and ask us a fucking question. Um, rate and review helps the show. It just makes us feel good. Yeah. This is it's we're we're just Holly Berry and Monsters Ball, man. We just want you to make us feel good. Well, we're getting BF'd by. Would you call that an erotic Fletcher? thriller? There's one erotic scene in there. I don't think I've seen it. I should have chose. Brokeback Mountain, apparently. Uh, guy wrestled with in high school. Uh, he watched uh, Monsters Ball with his girlfriend's family. <laughs> oh, the mom, the mom rented it like we, it's an Oscar winner. So we thought we'd throw this on. Tough 15 minutes there. Yeah, the <laughs> scene goes on for a while. <laughs> all right guys start start thinking it'll be a few weeks we're gonna have a break we got a five-star banger coming up uh yeah. the thing right speak yeah. of the thing uh thing. we got possibly perfect the, the last rewind for some time we're cooking some other stuff for a little bit at least yeah we shall see but uh love you guys hope you have a good holiday maybe we'll see each other who knows i'll see cron yeah i know that I'll be in for but, three uh, days, so let's make it happen. Plenty of time. All right. Well, we'll see you on the other side, listener. Cyber Christ lives. The fucking iceberg. Long live the zoo crew. I'm only getting dumber.